Wine Diaries with Lynn and Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to Decision Diaries. Today on Decision Diaries, we are going to talk about sending a love letter. And let me just preface this with what I mean by love letter. Um, this could be a physical letter or this could be a text or this could be a voicemail, really. But what it is, is when you get to a point where you want to convey all of these emotions and you feel the best way to convey that is in a lengthy written or voice recorded uh message to the person who doesn't seem to in your mind and your emotional mind um, doesn't seem to know all of your feelings so I have done this Jamie you have done this so Lynn so I specifically um, am smiling from ear to ear right now and I said okay. to Lynn normally we'll do a little conversation about what's going to come up and what we're going to talk about but I said Lynn I we just need to, to start rolling I was late getting on our call today, and the reason that I was late getting on the call today is that I, um, at the 11th hour, just opened up a box of old love letters and started <laughs> to, mm -hmm. and what I used to do was sometimes, not all the time, I mean, I kept, I think I kept the majority of the love letters that I received, but I also every once in a while would um, copy the letters I was sending. So I would remember what I had said. And oh my so, God. Yeah. And so talk about like a trip down memory lane. Um, so you're, you want to talk about like the decision to send a love letter. And I want to talk about some of the decisions I made around the content of those letters. So I think this, this is going to be a juicy conversation because I've grown a lot since my first love letters. Or, and I started, remember back in like, like the, I don't know, middle school. When did you start liking boys, Lynn? Um, I believe in kindergarten, um, my mom was spoken to by the teacher because I kept wrestling boys and kissing them. I, that, does not, <laughs> that does not surprise me. And I, I'm probably preschool I started. And, uh, but um, when I started getting to the, do you like me? You know, yes, no, maybe, you know, fill in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I, let me just say that when my stepfather passed away, I was sent all of the letters that I had kept from middle school and, uh, yikes. Anyway, so. Let, oh my God. Are you it. willing to, uh, read those as part of our like bonus episode to this episode? Oh, for sure. I will read. Oh, some, let's do that. Those, okay. But, so there's I a did, teaser. I did. Speaking of teasing, like I said, I was coming across, you know, letters. Some of these are in my handwriting. Some of these are in the boyfriend's handwriting. Um, I, yeah, it, it, I, but you know, Oh I, my it, gosh. It's interesting. Okay. I tell, so, you know, I do this, a business that helps people, you know, downsize and declutter their homes. And when people are downsizing, I always say, save the sentimental for last because, you will go down a rabbit hole when you start, you know, rereading old letters and, you know, but anyway, I, I big smile on my face, um, partly because it just was some great memories and partly it's cringing at some of the things that I said and did. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So let's, uh, let me talk about 
what brings somebody to want to write a letter? And 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 luckily, I recorded this um, in my diary. And I'm I'm not going to change this person's name, although the name is fairly distinct. I will not say the last name because so much of my 1994 and 90, 1996 diary um, has his name in there that, that there's no way to avoid uh, kind of saying it. But this is where I am. Um, I am 25 years old. I am out of college. I am single, as we mentioned before. And, and I'm very much feeling at this point, July 26, 1995, that he is somehow not getting the message how much I love him. <laughs> and that if he got the message how much I love him, he would change his mind and he would get in a car and he would drive from Gainesville to Jacksonville and he would take me out and take me into his arms and be like, we need to get back together. So this is where I am. And I'm just going to read exactly what I wrote July 26, 1995, when I made the decision that writing a letter was the way to go. 1995, people. I had to write the letter, I had to mail the letter, and then I had to wait a couple of days until it was received. And I did all three of those actions. So here we are. Tonight, I wrote a pretty emotional letter to writer. It was filled with everything that I have always wanted to say to him. I feel better. I don't care how he reacts. Hopefully, he will get it before Sunday. Hopefully, I will see him Sunday. I told him that I would never leave him. I also told him that I needed him right now. I don't know what he will act like once he gets this letter. Fuck it. I'm tired of playing cool with him. I need him. I want him to be here for me. I didn't ask that when I graduated and I was unemployed. Instead, I broke up with him. I was an idiot for doing it that way. I just isolated myself from him. I should use this opportunity to draw more attention from him. So first of all, I forgot that I broke up with him. I think in my mind, I changed everything that he broke up with me. I don't know what happened, but, um, but clearly I'm regretting it. And I'm thinking this letter will draw him in. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm so glad that your love letter also um, involved trying to convince somebody of something because that seemed to have been a pattern for me um, that I regret very much. And that is that nothing needs to be forced. But, you know, you could not have told me that when I was, you know, uh, up, up until like a couple of years ago. I, I, I was going to say 46. <laughs> yeah, probably even older, to be honest with you, because I had a couple of relationships um, even after, you know, my marriage that I, I thought, you know, if I could just eloquently express what I felt, <laughs> that they would come around kind of like these people on, on you know, on, on Facebook that think that their opinions are going to sway other people's, you know, politically, right? Like I just thought my words would matter. And um, as I tell my kids, nothing needs to be forced. But um, stepping back into that bin, and I feel like I was in a time capsule. And I'm glad that that, that was what yours, because I thought yours was just going to be about you know, the decision to express your feelings. And I have to say in the modern, in the modern world, I, I have uh, been with my boyfriend, as I've shared with you for more than three years now. And I knew I loved him a couple of months in, but I was not going to be the one to say it first. Right. And it was circling around there, but he would never say it. There would be hints of it. Never said, never said. So 
finally Valentine's Day, our first Valentine's Day together, I'm like, do I sign it? I love you. Do I put it out there? You know what I mean? And, um, and there's, that's a really scary thing to like, to be the first person to express how you feel, which, which I did. Well, and you know, you mentioned going through a box and I just have to say that after my son uh, moved to college, I finally cleaned out his room and I found where I received love letter from my ex fiance, sort of, mm -hmm. again, begging for me to change my mind. And the letter, you know, there was a couple of letters and I reread them and I thought, okay, I was also on the receiving end of love letters as well as on the giving end of love letters. And, um, and I apologize to the person who who put their time and effort into writing me love letters that I don't think I even responded back um, because I will write in my diary uh, the response that I received from this letter. Oh, and not. here are we ready for that? Are are we yes. are we there go. yet? Okay, go, because go. I don't have a letter to read the contents, but I will say. Um, that, you know, I'm a journalism public relations major. So it wasn't a short letter and it made all the points probably multiple times. So August 10th, 1995, I call this after letter, right? Remember when I wrote that long letter, all he said was it was too long. So, so obviously I called him and, and this is what I'm writing after I have called him. Screw him. I spill my guts and it's too long. I don't feel like talking or writing to him at all. That jerk. What does he have to do? Spit on me? Hello, Lynn. I deserve better than that. I have decided that he is getting an invitation to my store opening and that's it. I think that last letter said it all. Okay, it's time for a contract starting tonight. I will not call him anymore. I don't want to see that phone number on my next phone bill more than five times. <laughs> more than five times. Like, I'm not going to call him, but like five times. Okay, so I make a deal. I say, deal, deal. I've got to do this. No more talking about him. I don't want to hear his name from here on out. It's now or never. I am only allowed to mention his name in my diary. Starting now. Fate will have to play a major role. Who knows? Years from now, I will look back on this time and laugh. I hope so. And here we are. We are I laughing love about it. This. We are I laughing about it. this. So which which love letter do you want to talk about? And what was the result? Oh, you know, like I said, there's not a specific love letter. I just, I, you know, I did find some you know, I found, I found some, so it's interesting. I had a boyfriend in college. Uh, we dated on and off for three years. The first year we were together, I think it was, I don't know if it was our first summer or our second summer. Um, I think it was our first summer. He and I were going to be going home after, you know, we were both at the University of Florida and we were both going to be going home. And, and I'm fine. I found this in the correspondence. I guess he felt like since we were going to be apart for the summer, we should, we should, initially we were going to stay together and not see other people. And somehow, and I didn't remember this till reading the letters, that morphed into we're going to break up for the summer. We're going to Ooh. see other people, but we're not going to tell them 
that we are boyfriend and girlfriend with each other. So we're just going to explore. So I guess it was an open relationship. Open relationship. What is that? I did not want it according to what I read in these letters. And um, so, you know, and I, I definitely, you know, now I know that I had some attachment issues, um, which I, you know, I'm not, I haven't gotten into my, my childhood and all of that stuff. And you as a married person probably don't even have, know what attachment, you know, secure attachment, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment and confused attachment. Do you know any of those? Well, I think Ryder checks all those boxes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in in all seriousness, is that anything you ever have, have had to explore? No, no, but, okay. but, but I think if you listen to my diary from 1994 to 96, I probably exhibited those, had Some those just attachment. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think that's pretty normal for somebody in their twenties, but you know, what I have discovered and I've shared this is that, you know, because I went through a divorce and I had to get really uncomfortable, I, I did a lot of learning about myself. And so anyway, what was interesting is that he has, you know, decided that he wants us to see other people. And, um, so I'll just, I'll skip ahead and I'll give you some excerpts. Um, no matter what you think, I really do miss you. And not just because I love you, but because you are also my friend. It really upsets me when you call me, when you call and say that you think I don't want to see you and that we should break up. I don't feel like that at all. There's nothing more that I want right now and all the time than to hold you when I go to sleep and feel you all snuggled up against me. Yes, I am in a hokey mood tonight, but I really mean what I say. Um, And then he says, camp starts soon. So I think we'll be able to see each other. Just try and be patient and understand that I miss you and love you just as much as you miss and love me. I don't want you to be angry at me when you call. After all, Thursday is five months. Okay, so it was it was the first year. Ooh, even harder. Um, is this your is this your first guy? Is this the first guy? Your first this person? Is not my you- first love. Um, this is not my first love, but he's. Was this the first guy you had sex with? This camp guy? No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. No, he was, um, but he was, he was, this was a significant relationship. This one, like I said, we were together on and off for three years, um, starting in college. And then we ended up breaking up after I graduated because, you know, different places, different. That's exactly what this is. That's exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly what this is. This is post-college off and on, you know, uh, different circumstances, different places. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have more? No, no, no. That, I mean, that conveys it. I mean, you know, I, but I read that I, you know, in the letter that I sent to him, you know, I was upset and, and, and you know what, I still think that that, that was a lot of jerking somebody around too. And, you know, it's interesting. We have, um, we are friends on Facebook and, um, I actually met up with him, um, in Vegas. I was there with, with Allie, my middle daughter, and she and I actually got to say hi to him because we were going to be there at the same time. And um, nothing, I'm not starting any Facebook romance or anything like I don't have, you know, but I, I have seen him twice actually since, uh, since in adulthood. And actually one time I saw him, he was in town taking a dis- deposition. I was pregnant with, with my oldest at the time. And he came and took me and my ex-husband for dinner because I was married at the time. And uh, so I've seen him a couple times and I now know the backstory of what was happening in his life that I didn't, you know, you, you only see things from your perspective, right? But now I know that he had some things that he was going through and a lot of the challenges had nothing to do with me. 
um, or us. They were just some challenges that he was having to deal with that I, I don't feel comfortable, you know, sharing on a national. Well, you know, I, I, I love that if anybody is on the opposite side of my diary entries for them to go to our website, decisiondiaries.com and, 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 we'll have you on and we'd love to hear that because it's always giving me a new perspective. Like, I don't think I really, I didn't think I broke up with them, but my mm -hmm. diary says I broke up with them. And all this time in my mind, I thought he broke up with me and I don't really remember how that went down. So it'd be interesting to hear the other perspective. Now, the other thing too, I have to say, I discovered as we were preparing for this episode, my husband sent a love letter to uh, a girl oh. and you know that does not seem like him at all he does <laughs> not seem like the guy that would do that at all but I know he had a huge crush on her in high school and so he he sent her a letter and we were talking about that at dinner and I could I was really kind of surprised but um I don't think and then I remembered oh that's right. I received love letters from guys as well. So this isn't just a girl or a guy thing or, or anything. This is definitely when you are feeling like you just have so many emotions that you want to convey and you want the person to know you're putting it, you're putting all your cards on the table. You really are hoping for a great outcome. So he also shared with me that he received a letter back. Now I would have loved to have received a letter back. Even if it was bad news, I would have loved for someone to explain to me why, you know, why we're just not right for each other. I mean, maybe I could have used that feedback going into my next relationship, a little, mm -hmm. a little post, you know, post you dated me. I'm friends with all my exes. So I think, you know, I, I probably would have enjoyed some feedback. I, I've received some, but my so I had received to... a letter right away. He got a letter right back that said, I only like you as a friend. Ooh, I really great. appreciate the letter. See, now I would have loved that. I would have mm -hmm. loved to have received that. So I have to tell you that one of the things that I learned in my dating um, coaching, the stuff that I, you know, have paid attention to the podcasts is that they actually recommend when a relationship doesn't work out or when somebody doesn't like you that you ask them, you know, just kind of like an exit interview. What, what was it? What, what was it that didn't go right? <laughs> so I have to share, I have this other really great story. And again, you know, I don't, I don't recommend divorce, but, um, I reconnected with, with my number two love. So my number one love was the first number two love. And then number three love is the one that I was just sharing about. So number two, Lev and I both ended up going through a divorce around the same time. He was in Florida and I was in California and we reconnected. Thank you, Facebook. And um, so I had actually kept his letters. And I will say this, first of all, how lucky are we that we grew up in a time before we had email and before we had, you know, free long distance where you actually really had to express your feelings in a letter because it was the least expensive way to communicate. And I'm so glad that I'm nostalgic and I kept those. But anyway, when we saw each other for the first time after 20 years, I was able to bring those letters to him. Wow. And give them to him. And he said, I must have really liked you to write a letter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was so yeah. fun to just pick up those feelings again. Well, you know, I wonder, uh, since, uh, writer recently got remarried is when he went to go <laughs> get all of his stuff out of his house. If, 
you know, if he found my letter and oh my God, I hope he buried it somewhere and, and just put it someplace else. Because as I was cleaning out my son's college, you know, my son's childhood bedroom, I found the letter from my fiance and I didn't just rush over to my husband to read it. I read it. And when I read it, oh, my heart just sunk a little bit because I thought I did not write him back. And I just feel so bad. And, and it was, it wasn't just one letter. It was a couple of letters where he was, you know, trying at different angles to reach out to me and get me to re-engage with him. And, you know, Hey, there's some jobs in Orlando. Hey, um, I don't think writer's your guy. I think I'm your guy. And so it was just, I was just like, oh, it was so complimentary. And, and it made me feel so nice that I'd like him to know that it made me feel wonderful. I wish it made him feel wonderful. Probably didn't. I think if anything, it's closure. But Jamie, I've got a twist for you. I have well, I've got one for you too. Okay. I, here's my twist. So August 10th, 1995. Right. I've just told you that I'm not going to call him more than five times. Mm -hmm. I am sending him an invitation to my store opening because, you know, that was a big bat signal to pretty much every ex-boyfriend in the world to come <laughs> pay homage to my store. Mm -hmm. But and we're going to do an episode on this. Okay. March 24th, 1996. We have final goodbye sex final goodbye sex oh. and it was phenomenal jamie i'm not i'm not gonna lie it, uh -huh. was, it was full closure wow <laughs> it was full closure but yeah how did that happen oh yeah we'll get there we'll get there but it is going to be an we episode deciding to have goodbye sex and no no no. i think it needs to be because it, it's not always sex but i think it needs to be deciding to reach out to an ex we need to do one on that because i've got a story so i'm going to share yeah no me. but goodbye sex is really good i think everybody should try that every now and then you know what? i don't think i've <laughs> ever had goodbye sex are you kidding me that's like i really that's like don't a dismount that's like you dismount and you like you know you wave to the crowd and you walk off the field you know I <laughs> wow. I don't think I ha would have that knowing that that was the last time. Like I, you know, I'm too, I, I don't think I could do it, but I have to tell you something. Speaking of finding old letters that I totally forgot until you started talking. So remember I told you in my, in my dating, there was like one significant one before my, the one that I'm now with. Right. And I said that I, he really, yeah. he really broke my heart. Well, anyway, um, I, did reach out to him again after a couple of other relationships didn't work out because I just didn't really have the feelings for them that I had had for him and I wasn't over it. Um, but anyway, we, and I'll, I'll do this another episode, but I ended up going to his house and sitting in the room that we used to sit in and talking and he left the room for a minute and I took all of the letters that he had ever written me and planted them in his couch. <laughs> I did not want them in my space anymore. That's I didn't, so I didn't want to have to, and I'm just like, one day he is going to find these letters. I don't know if he ever did. Uh, it's been that is the funniest years. thing I have ever heard. Oh my God. So I totally me, forgot. Me planting the letters. Oh my God. Yeah. You I fucker. This is how you imagine. felt. And you gave me up and now I hope it hits you. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, we, we talk about letters. I imagine some people have sent some crazy texts and I'm sure they've sent some crazy emails, but yeah. one time I actually, um, it, it wasn't a letter, but it was a card and it was very much within the same sort of, um, what you call it, same sort of context. It was, it was desperation. Please don't do this. And so I gave someone a card of the top 10 reasons why they shouldn't break up with me. Well, definitely <laughs> and I wish that. I could get that card back because it was so sad that I was like, Hey, number one, sense of humor. Number two, I'm opening up a lingerie store. What are you doing? So, <laughs> and, and yeah. And, and watching him walk out after breaking up with me and opening up his jacket because he came to get his jacket and seeing the card out the window and watching him, if he would have taken that card and like thrown it on the ground, I think I would have walked outside and just freaked out, freaked out, but he didn't. Instead, I saw him look at the card, look up towards the window and I had to jet away from the window. Like I'm not watching you, but I'm sure he saw me jet away from the window and, you know, he mentioned that card to me later um, and we did kind of hook up a couple times later, but it so, didn't make a difference. Mm, didn't make so a difference. Let's, let's go back to, you know, let's, let's scroll back to, the, to yeah. the original conversation. So if somebody is listening and they are considering writing a love letter, what would your advice be? Oh, so if you're at that point, where you are feeling compelled to write a love letter. First of all, I think you should write it to yourself, maybe not send it, or maybe wait a couple of days before you send it, which is really hard with phones and text and, and, yeah. and everything that you can do these things to. Certainly you don't want to like do a, a social post with this information. No. You want it to go straight to the person, not, you know, through social media means. But um, I think it's, cathartic to write it as if you're talking to him, which is, which is what a journal kind of is. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sometimes you do have to get to a point where um, you feel like you've given it all you've got. So you know, closure is, is, is necessary. Um, and that's, it seems to me that's, that's where it is. Well, After my husband received that letter, um, that was it. He didn't have a crush on her anymore. She had made her intentions clear that she didn't think of him that way. There was nothing he was going to be able to do to change that. And he moved on. So I have to say that one of the things that I did with my life that I am really happy that I did, I actually did it in my 20s, was landmark education. And there was a motto that was, uh, you regret the things in life you don't do more than the things you do. And um, I haven't always been really good about pausing. I'm getting better with old age, but I, I think that was really good advice. But I think the other thing is, whatever the outcome is, are you going to be, are you going to be happy that you put it out there? I have definitely encouraged my kids to maybe let their feelings be known before to somebody that they were interested in because they were like just in this, this like unknown, uncertain space. And I've always encouraged them, Hey, just go for it. Because this is another one that I've learned is that you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And oh, that is if yeah. somebody really likes you, 
you know, that's that's not going to change how they feel typically. Like, I mean, obviously you're not going to say something really hateful or whatever, but, you know, if they really like you, it's not going to push them to the other side. And if they don't like you, it's not going to really change that outcome either. And, you know, I do remember when I decided to write, I love you to my boyfriend after we had been dating way too long and he hadn't said it. And I just needed him to know, because at that point it was really, it was how I felt and I didn't want to keep it in anymore. And, um, so I, I, obviously he was able to say, he said it after (laughs) I wrote it. So, you know, right. I don't know what you, you count that as, but he's actually written me some beautiful letters and I've, I've kept all of them and it's, it's fun. I mean, you know, I, it's nice to have it, but I, uh, yeah. I well, you know, that- that's one of the things we're talking about here is just so everyone's clear. We are talking about love letters, positive love letters. Like you are having positive feelings for somebody. These are not um, you know, threatening letters or cancel letters, or I don't like you, or you need to do something different kind right. of letters. These are just so positive. So the person who's receiving these should feel almost overwhelmed with your love. Like everything you're saying in that letter is like, this is all the great things I love about you. And this is all the reasons why I want to be with you. So I think that telling them that the letter is too long is like, oh, really, really? Like, I can't even believe he said that. Now, that's actually a Friends episode. So I don't know if he was making a joke and referring to that Rachel Ross episode where she wrote him a love letter and he said it was too long. So maybe he was joking. And maybe I took the timestamp on that and see which came first. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was making a joke. Um, if he if he's out there, it's decisiondiaries.com. Like to hear your perspective on that. Maybe you owe me an apology. Maybe you found that letter when you moved. Um, but you know, as I said, or maybe before, you'll I- find it in your couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is so great. Like I, if if I could have snuck back into Gainesville and I would have, well, I would have probably hid my underwear everywhere, not a love letter. <laughs> How would you know they were your underwear? Like, you know? Well, yeah, I would hope he would know. I would hope he would know, especially since I was opening up a lingerie store. I, I would have picked signature ones, probably put my name in the front of it. I don't know what I would have done. You're crazy. So, you know, um, again, write the letter, decide whether you want to send the letter. Sit, yeah, sit on the letter, sit on the letter. Sit on the letter. Um and, and I, I would, would say, love don't to hear from somebody. I would love to hear a story from somebody where it worked because yeah. honestly, my little, my little informal poll that I've done among my friends, it never works. It never works other than giving you closure. And so we will no, have no, a no, poll no. at the end of this episode. No, 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 no. Sometimes you write a love letter like you're dating some, like I will, when my boyfriend's going away, I will write a love letter and put it in a suitcase. So I think your, your interpretation of love letter and my interpretation of love letter, letter are very different because okay. a love okay. letter just expresses, you know, a feeling for somebody that you have. And, um, you know, I don't think obviously a love letter is I hate your guts. Please don't, you know, please, you know, we're done, but you know, it can be, I'm going to miss you while you're gone or I'm thinking of you. Um, and, and yeah, I want to say, yeah, I, I like the idea of the love letter, you know, it's, it's like a piece of paper that you can, or a card that you can have versus a text, which doesn't, doesn't take the same thought to, to send a text as it does to write a letter. Plus, right. our, our, you know, anyway. Right. I mean, I, you know what? I was just thinking about this, Jamie. 
hmm. given my 25th wedding anniversary, maybe I need to do something uh, like a little project for my husband and I where we have to write each other a love letter every month. I love month it. Maybe you renew like your vows and you write it. I actually yeah. still have my, my vows written for my ex-husband. Um, I kept it in, in our wedding scrapbook, but anyway, that's a whole <laughs> you know other thing, but I think, I think it's time to wrap up, right? I mean, I think we've. Yeah. We've, so let me uh, do a, a quick plug. If you haven't already heard my quick plug, um, decisiondiaries.com is up and we'd love if you have some love letters you want to share, if you have some ideas for other decisions you've made that you'd like us to talk about, if you'd like to be the person who received my love letter in 1995 and you want to reach out and tell me how great that love letter was and it wasn't too long, uh, you can go out there too. And then we'll be adding a, I want to add a poll. Um, and what do you want that poll to be, Jamie? Do you want that to be, uh, what was the, was the outcome good or bad from a love letter? Or do you want that to be, have you ever sent one? Because I think we're going to get a hundred percent. Everyone has sent one. What about, have you ever sent one and regretted it? There you go. Well, we don't have regret. I have to say this. So this is really funny. I happened to just look at the title of the card that was sent to me. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I have trouble saying things like, I miss you and I wish you were here. So I thought I'd send you this card that says, I wish you, I miss you were here. But I think it's so funny because sometimes I, I do say that too. Like I find that it's easier for me to write down how I feel than it is for me to look somebody in the eyes and tell them. So also that's oh, another good reason to nice. send a love letter. In fact, the one that I told you um, that I left the love letters in his couch, I actually, this is going to sound crazy. I broke up with him at four o'clock in the morning after typing up a four page letter Um <laughs> I couldn't get the nerve up. I, I, anyway, that's like I said, a whole other issue and probably a lot of therapy that needed to come around that one, but I'm, I'm where I am now. Thanks to it. Mm -hmm. So Jamie, I have to ask, are you going to do a bonus episode where you read your love letters for our audience? Uh, well, I can't read any of those love letters because I gave them all to him. (laughs) (laughs) You mean, okay. Are you going to read ones that you received? Um, I don't think anybody is that interested, honestly. I mean, I think we all have our own thing, you know what I mean? But I, I definitely think it's fun to capture. And I do have an, an idea for people. If you have a lot of uh, love letters um, and you are interested in making a book for yourself, like I think about one day, you know, we've talked about being the golden girls and one day being in a senior community. And, you know, I think it would be kind of fun to be able to visit um to visit those old memories. But, um, I also tell people that when you're cleaning things out, there's something called, have you heard of Swedish death cleaning before? Mm-mm. You have, okay. So it is something in my industry when somebody has, um, gone through their parents' things and had to clean them out and thought, I do not want to leave this burden to my children. So I am going to go through my things as if I had passed. And that's kind of what Swedish death cleaning is. So one of the things is, are there going to be things that that are meaningful to you that you don't necessarily want someone else to find, right? <laughs> so in, in my talk, I say, okay, I have, I have added my spin onto Swedish death cleaning and I call it a tequila box. And what you do is you put everything into a box that you wouldn't want anybody to read or find. Now, what do you think would happen, Lynn, if you had a box that said, do not open? What do you think would happen? What's going to happen when you die with a box that says, do not open? Oh, that's the first one everyone's going for. 
Exactly. So you put a bottle of tequila in the box with a note that says, I did ask you not to read it, but if you're going to, I hope you'll have some fun. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm going to work on that box. The tequila that box. is great. So let's, let's end with that and say okay. that that is awesome. This has been a, a great episode. I probably want to read some of those letters offline. Uh, Since you don't want to make a bonus episode of those, that is fine. So thank you everyone for joining. I hope you are thinking about your love letters 